forever. Dog. Hey, bitch. What is your whole deal? Hey, bitch. Just tell us how you feel. You wished for a sign from above. Well, here's a podcast about boy sex, fucking, dating, and love. Seek treatment. If you're boring as fuck, seek treatment. If you're unlucky in love, seek treatment. If you just can't take a hint, well, seek treatment. With Kat and Pat. Hey, it's, it's Kitty Cat, Cat Cat. And Pity Pat Pissy Pores. <laughs> and we're here, here in the studio. Recording Seek Treatment, a, a podcast, podcast about, about boys, sex, sex talking, dating, dating and, and love. Not the lube. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wow. So Don't Kat, be crazy. Kat I'm having, having, I'm having a, bec- a Bechdel moment. A Bechdel moment. <laughs> Which means she's having a dilemma that's not about a boy. Uh, <laughs> I'm having a Bechdel vibes moment. What is your Bechdel? Um, here, we have to say that you're in Lululemon vibes. Oh, I know. Can we get to that later? Because that yeah. is a, will be a huge part of the podcast. Because yeah. I really feel like a different person right now. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a situation where, and I think you're familiar with this. I'm trying to do boundaries. Like, you know, yeah. every, okay, so here's what happened. Someone asked me to be a part of a project casually over the summer. Oh, I remember this. Really? Did you tell me about it? I don't think so. Okay. And I was like, yeah, 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 whatever. Sure. Great. And then all of a sudden I get the, an email that's like assuming my involvement in like a very real way. Yeah. And like, and then now I get another email being like, okay, so we're all set for this thing and you have to do this thing. So I just responded being like, and he was like, it's too late to go back. You, you can't not do it. What? And I was just like, I can't do it. I'm too busy. And then another email being like, are you sure? Like, do you, I know the person? I wish I could show you because it's like, no, you don't. It's not, it's not even about that. It's about people who assume. Yeah. It's like, and then for me to say, I'm sorry, I can't do something. And then for someone to come back and like try and fight me on that. Yeah. It's just like, no, it's, it's, it's textbook. Like, well, they don't have any power over you. So you could be like, I can't do it. And then you. And I, I, I need to send a final response saying like he's he's like he's like now it's you know gonna ruin the opportunity for me essentially is what he's saying do you care oh, okay do I, you want I, I, are you able to and do you want to do it I do, at this point I don't want to do it and you're not yeah. at this point maybe I could have swung something but it's like the way I'm being treated is pissing me off so say I'm sorry I'm not able to do this um I was under the impression I hadn't I was under the impression I hadn't committed to it yet and thank you maybe next time and that's it. And I don't, if yeah, he's mad, that, and you know what we would say? If he's mad, that's none of your business. Hold on. I'm kissing the clock. Because it's 1111. Yeah. Make sorry. a wish. Um, so, I hate make a wish 1111. Final response. Because um, it's kinder to him, just be honest. Do you know what I mean? I know exactly. I'm just going to say, I guess I shouldn't do this on air. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm dying to. Can I see the name? Um, You don't know about it. Okay, but can I still see? Yeah. Never heard of this person in my life. Okay, now we're getting too into specific. Yeah, okay. Okay. Anyways, I'll respond after the just us moment. Well, and so that was Bechdel. Mo- that, that was, was that was our moment. that was the Bechdel moment. But, so but, but, so wait, wait, but actually, can we actually can I like look in your eyes and actually talk to you? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so like, yeah, it's you know those situations. Yeah, I just had a situation like that. So how do I stop being so? What I'm working on in therapy is to stop being so people pleasing. Yeah, that's what I had to work because on this week. Because I feel week. so yeah, we were talking about this at dinner. I was so I feel like even looking at my email, I get this wave of like guilt because I feel like if I'm not responding quick enough or saying the right thing that I'm like letting a million people down and people are going to hate me and everyone's going to think I'm shit. Yeah, well, you just And even this person go. letting down, I'm, I'm worried that he's going to, you know, tell everyone I'm flaky and bad and whatever, but it's like, I'm not. I'm just trying my best. I'm yeah. just going to try my best. I'm back to all. So you have to acknowledge that feeling, but then not let it control you and send the email that you need to send. And for me, what I had to do when I had to have one of these conversations two days ago is I had to write out what I was going to say talk to someone who I was getting advice from and say, do you think this is good? They'd be like, I think this sounds too formal or I think this sounds, this is too much. You're over explaining. Just say, 
I'm sorry, I overpromised. I have to scale back. I overpromised. Yeah. That's a really good word. And you can apologize for overpromising, but you don't have to apologize for not being able to do the show, which isn't your fault. And but also you it sounds like in this situation you didn't overpromise. So you don't I really didn't owe overpromise. This I wish I had a better word for like you assumed. Yeah. I mean you could And when you assume But then you then You make an ass. Right. But then <laughs> But then by like seeing by seeing what the situation is and being like, Oh, I don't owe this person an apology, I feel fine about my actions and you don't have to feel any sort of guilt or, or remorse about not doing this show that you never said you would do in the first place. I know. And that's it. Yeah. This has been our Bechtel moment of the week. But also, I so we started at our live show two days ago. We had a new podcast, a new segment emerge called Are You Bi at All? Or, <laughs> no, no, no. Is, no. is, is there, there a shred, shred of, of bi in you? you? Is there a shred of bi in you? Is there a shred of, of bi And it actually you? works for kind of everyone except for someone who fully identifies as bi. And, when we, and we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Do you think it's offensive it. to say is there a shred of bi in you? No, I think it's Kinsey. I think it's beautiful. Yeah, it's, it's actually Kinsey. 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 And I'll never forget. Bechtel <laughs> moment. Kinsey moment. Bop, 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 bop. I'll never, ever forget when when I was... Working at Showtime, and that's when that uh, Master of Sex came out or mm-hmm. something. And was uh, that about vi- like vibrate old timey vibrators? It was about someone who was basically it was old timey vibrators, yeah. and it was basically someone who was like like Kinsey but not, but who was real mm-hmm. in history. And also the girl from Mean Girls was in it, and she was his assistant. Lizzie Cop, and she had amazing breasts. She's go- she's absolutely she's what I want to look like. She's gorgeous. I, I know, and for her to kind of be in that Mean Girls moment where she did, or she didn't, yeah, didn't focus on her breasts, her breasts, dude, <laughs> that was back doll. I never thought I would that, ever that say was, breasts. I say it all the time. I don't like it. it. And you know what else? I love. Love, love, love to absolute death. <laughs> what? You're gonna love this. <laughs> bosom. Ew, Pat. <laughs> Welcome to my bosom. I can't even say boob. I hate the word boob. Boob has changed. I, what do you say? I'm like, when you're, Hoppers and Rag, when you're into a hot, hot chick who's absolutely stacked. Do lesbians say tits? I would say tits, tits yeah. but tits even feels like I'm joking. Well, tits feels like um my tit. I would never say my tits. Like, so I would say tits in a sexual tits way. Tits feels very like um. Let's let, can we really quickly just run down the options? Yeah. So there's tits, boobs. Boobs breasts. is kind of what you're raised on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, boobs is '90s. <laughs> boobs. Yeah. In the, in the '90s, people had boobs. All of a sudden, 2010s, like titty, titty. No, all right. So there's boobs, tits, knockers. <laughs> and we're getting to the massage. I don't know cat. if that's third. I think third is. Do it, knock your third. No, I'm not, I'm not saying third. I'm just saying I'm just, I'm, at this point. At this point, we're doing. At this point, we're doing blue sky, just throwing stuff against okay, the wall. Sky, no judgments. Yeah, spaghetti sticky. Spaghetti sticky. <laughs> so, so don't judge my knockers. Um, okay, I'll take your knockers, knockers on the board. I'll raise you a melons. I'm not. I'm not coming out in support of the term knockers for female. There's a separate event for that. Well, what is um like the medical term for breast? Breast isn't medical. Breast is breast chicken. Is med- breast is naked chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think breast is medical. Breast is the most medical guess, thing I've ever heard. I guess it's medical, but I feel, I feel like there's a breast mass, augmentation. I feel like there's mass. Look at me, breast augmentation. But I feel like, yeah, you're right. But sometimes I don't think plastic surgery is medical. Do you know what I mean? It's like cosmetic. <laughs> it's definitely cosmetic, but there's definitely medicine involved. Hopefully. Yeah, honey, hopefully. Don't yeah, cut I know. me open and stuff me up. Will you ever get? Um, what will I get? No. Well, I wouldn't get boob. You wouldn't get boob? My. Have you seen my boobs? I know, but if I was a girl, I would. <laughs> They're get, amazing. If I was a girl, I get boob because I think fake tits. I guess that's what I say. I think well, fake tits. You gotta say fake, fake tits. tits. Yeah, fake she, boobs is so like, fake boobs is like a little boy being. She had big fake. Bo- yeah. Remember boobies? Boobies, yeah. That's part of the spaghetti. Yeah, it's part of this. That's on the wall. <laughs> it's on the. the we have we have Hopper Dressy Meg is up at a whiteboard. She's writing all this down. <laughs> um, um, and um, and do she, we, have we missed any majors? Um. I feel like there's something so so medical, like so <laughs> psychotically medical, like, like mastic. Oh, chest. Oh, like her chest. Oh, nice oh, chest. oh, you know what I love? Oh. Rack. 
Rack is rack is so nineties. <laughs> rack is almost like like what is rack? Rack might be like early nineties. Yeah, no, rack is almost eighties. Yeah, rack might be late eighties, early nineties. She's got a nice rack. She's got a nice rack. I, you know, when you're young, a huge part of my life growing up was like figuring out, like when they talked about a girl having good boobs or good ass. I was like studying movies to figure out like what that actually looked like. Uh-huh. I was like, okay, so they say it's good. What about it is good? And like, how can I make myself? Look that like was that? me with like with the boys in the locker room about Even, like, like when ass. I would, yeah, I think now I understand what people say when they mean good ass. But for a while, I was like, what is, what is everyone meaning? Well, for a long time, I um was always trying to figure out like what was the common thing when guys. I was friends with I would say certain girls had good asses because I felt right. no, I truly felt nothing towards them. Oh right. And I was like, what intellectually is making this a good ass? And I really yeah. beat a dead horse and I could not figure out what they liked about what because the asses were all different, which is actually beautiful. The asses yeah. were all different yeah. than they liked. Yeah. What's so beautiful is I as a yeah. gay man actually ultimately had to come out because they couldn't find a pattern. <laughs> and um No ass pattern. And no ass pattern. What kind of asses did the boys like? Um they liked all I mean it takes a village. They they liked every well it's like also like I could What are the options you sometimes I remember this one girl um who spelled her name weird but I can't say because maybe she listens but I remember them liking her ass and I remember thinking to myself it looks so absolutely normal like mm. there isn't like anything special about it they would say she looked amazing in jeans and i'd be oh, like i guess like, she's like triggering fine. for me yeah i'm sorry i remember like yeah like this guy telling my friend whose name i won't say like just on the school bus for a field trip just being like you an amazing ass like i want to watch you in those jeans and we all like laugh we're like <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. And I then think, me being like, I, that means I don't have an amazing ass. And like, I wish I had an ass like hers. Because yeah. he, he doesn't he doesn't harass me on the bus. <laughs> that I, um, means I'm bad. Yeah, to not get harassed on the bus is... Um, I would have paid money to be harassed on the bus. I um, Well, now in my 30s, I can really... I have an amazing... I definitely understand exactly what I like. think is good in butts, what I want for my own butt and what I think. I think even um in any gender, in any mm-hmm. of the many genders, I think that... Anything round is fun to me. Like anything yeah. really bubbly, round, bulbous. I think that's kind of the general consensus. And it could be musk or it could be soft. Like I really don't care if it's like has that. Like so, my ass doesn't have this round shape that I crave. My boyfriend's hat is so <laughs> absolutely round. I know my ass does not have the round shape that I crave. But I, my lover recently told me that my <laughs> the round shape that I crave. <laughs> Crave cereal. <laughs> Crave cereal. Drew Anderson. Tell the terminated for <laughs> eating Crave cereal on the job. I might get Crave cereal. I've been absolutely addicted to chocolate Cheerios lately. And it was gone. Wait, you know what? I have I have a surprise for us. First of all, do you like my Herschel backpack? <gasps> is, that, is that new? What? This is new. I got it for my birthday. My oh husband. my god! I, oh my god! I I know. I love it, and that's such a thoughtful gift. I know, because he was like, you always have a big backpack, and you always say, because I don't like to be. Oh, that's a the great gift. With a big and I need photo and talk. Oh, are you are you trying to are you? That's a oh, weapon. I forgot that you're WW. You can, we can say it. Wait, that okay. Here's the deal. I've recently joined Weight Watchers, and yeah. yesterday I kind of used all my extra points by kind of eating your birthday ice cream sundae oh and then God, having two martinis. So we love Bernies and Green Point. I'm obsessed. But then for you to, I forgot. He has not not only candy, but my absolute favorite candy. He, he, <laughs> Pat just threw twelve mini Kit Kats on the table. I, I forgot. No, you know it's okay, Pat. But I it's November first, National Kit Kat Holiday of. I know. After trick or treating. I know. November 1st is National Kit Kat Holiday. Holiday. I'm National putting it at my bujo. I've been doing amazing bullet journals. 
But my lover said my ass is changing because my workouts. Oh yeah. Do you want to? We do you want to look at it really quickly? Mm-hmm. Okay. But you know. Well, you, you got, these pants are pretty tight. So. Totally. Does anyone notice anything about my ass? Round. He said it looks higher. Um, I I never noticed. I have to shout out to my hot trainer. Um, he we had like a really amazing breakthrough yesterday. You know, when I first got a trainer, I was like, you know, it's good because whatever, it's he'll hold me accountable and just like make me be there. But something I've always struggled with is push-ups, and I haven't been able to really do real push-ups. And he, congratulations! (laughs) And um, the past three sessions, he showed me a, a method. For doing a push-up in a way that I'm like, I literally saw improvement right away. And I was like, oh, I'm really going to be able to do push-ups. What is the method? It's just that instead of like being on the ground and thinking like, here we go. It's like just really slowly over uh, like again and again going, okay, arms, core, knees, arms, core, knees. Until it's like one kind of smooth motion. Arms, core, knees. Do you know what I mean? You'll have to show me. Like instead of doing knee push-ups, it's like consider lifting the knees the last part of the push-up so you we know, know what I'm saying? we know that i struggle from ocd and um, i know what i'm saying is boring but it's actually interesting i'll just show we'll um, have to see you, you talk and i'll show meg okay well so we know that i struggle with ocd and so i did go through a time in my life where i was um obsessive over um how many push-ups i would do each day and so i would have to get them in whenever i could and or if i was going to go on stage i felt like i had to do push-ups right before it and so I would always welcome opportunities when there was downtime throughout my day to just like kind of hit the floor and start doing push-ups. I didn't really care. But what's so frustrating about uh, human nature is you. What's so frustrating about human nature is you can't watch someone trying to get their daily push-ups in without like comment. People feel the absolute need to be like oh, push-ups. Wait, like, where? Like I was saying, when I suffer from OCD, mm. I am um, used to like. I would do push-ups before I went on stage a lot or I would do push-ups like wherever I felt like or if I was like working or something I would just do them like and it's like people can't just let you do it like if I saw someone doing push-ups I'd be like oh like none of my business like I'll let them go through their routine but people cannot People were unable to just let me do push-ups. So I was like, push-ups? And then they make you, like, answer. They'd be like, how many are you doing? And then you have to, like, answer back. It was crazy. People think they're hilarious sometimes. No, people think they're some of the funniest. How do you convey it funniest. to someone? When someone comes over to you and they're talking <laughs> oh, to you. My, I'm, and like, already not, annoyed. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, thinking about this email combined with this. Yeah, and this like people moment, just like, this emotion. <sighs> when someone comes over to you and they're talking to you and you don't like it, like, what do you do to be kind to them but also, like, kind to yourself? You just have to tolerate people no matter what. I think what. You, you just have one quick exchange and then s- excuse yourself. I'm I, going to the restroom. I'm getting a drink. I'm or, doing whatever. Yeah. Early on in the podcast, I remember exploring how to escape two-person conversations. <laughs> and um, One of the most <laughs> and I could standard say, form of conversation. As a, now I'm 31 plus. My first, this is our first podcast of 31. Remember, I know. Wait, remember first our all, first podcast of 30 plus? Let's take a second. Not a, So Pat, Pat's birthday was yesterday. So happy oh. birthday, Pat. Yeah, and we had an amazing dinner. And we had... We, you made it special, girl. And what I'll say is that it was also your golden birthday. It was my golden. So how do you yes. feel? I feel amazing. Um, no, I feel fine. Like I like. Um, I feel like there's lots of fun little opportunities. Right. I, honestly, I was thinking. I was like, life is honestly good right now. I have no I complaints. Know. I'm. Ha- I'm ha- happy. I'm not depressed. I'm like in a really good spot right now. I know. I'm like actually getting emotional. Like you are in love. You're writing more than you ever have I'm been like in your enjoy- entire life. And I'm life. enjoying it. I'm like enjoying writing. I'm enjo- enjoying creativity. And um, you're, you're in love, enjoying creativity, and you don't have like a shitty job. I know. Yeah, it's amazing. I, I have no complaints. How did, I'm like, how did you pull this off? And also, I think I have to say, I think I'm like an antidepressant success story. Like, I, know. I really think they worked for me. 
It, I mean, it's like, yeah. It's it makes me a little scared because I'm like, okay, well, now I'm like dependent on these pills, which I don't love to absolute death. But, but a lot of times people like you can go on and off them as you need them. Like you yeah. are in like a tough spot. And so maybe your life, as your life changes, you might not need uh, yeah, the same yeah. boost. Totally. So yeah, I don't know. Like I have no real. Do you think I should go on them? Or I'm not like I don't think I'm, I'm depressed like, in the way. Well, you're not like me. I don't think I get depressed <laughs> in the way you are. God, how dare you! I'm, I'm not. Look down at me. I'm waiting for this to be done. This, right, this one of my own play. Um, <laughs> I knew you needed to do that. Bag. It's my flea the, bag. I'm like it's my flea bag. I know you're the only person in the Wait, world no. who could tell me. You know what? Who? I people wanna, came forward. People came forward. People. <laughs> it, it was literally like when Trump got elected, and then all no. of a sudden it was like no one voted for him. Then you're like, oh my god, you all did, did. but you didn't admit. It was I was literally the child from the Emperor's New Clothes who screamed that the Emperor was naked, <laughs> and everyone was like, yeah, like I agree with you about Fleabag. I disagree, but that's okay. That's okay. I thought that Fleabag was literally made like for me. Yeah, it so, wasn't made for me. No, it's that's okay. But what I was gonna say is I don't think I get into the same. But I respect Fleabag as a piece of art. Sorry, but keep going. Okay. Okay. I th- I think I don't get in the same like depression ruts that you would get in. Do you think so? Um, I think I'm manic and I think I have a roller coaster of emotions. I think that you get into anxiety spirals yeah. as much or even more than I did. Oh, uh, my anxiety is way worse than you. Yeah. And it isn't a contest. That's what but... I'm pros. My pros is for anxiety and to make me stop lifting my shirt up in public and my uh, to check if I've gained weight. I and know. I my, understand. It kinda, you did it last night. Uh, yeah, it has. It's, it's not working for that purpose. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and you did do it last night in front of Bernie's. And then my did I do it at Bernie's? It's so no, like, you did it on the walk from the Bernie's to the party. I black out and for I don't know what I'm doing yet. <laughs> Um, you were, you did it, and um, so and then we not, but we all we all said Pat, not tonight. And you accept you're like I know, I know. I, I am getting better about like having the moment come and letting it go and not panicking about how I look. And um, and then Wellbutrin is just for like, uh, not really for Prozac is for anxiety, and then Wellbutrin just I think for like depression and stuff. I feel like maybe I because only on Prozac I was getting so tired all the time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The Wellbutrin is when you really I noticed a change in you. Yeah, but does that mean I have to take both, or should I just try Prozac first? I mean, I just tried Prozac first. I also, I mean, maybe you should talk to someone about maybe yours is different. No, I think we need the same. <laughs> I, I know people that were like Zoloft. Well, I was prescribed Prozac, that's why I say Prozac. Right, 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 right. right. Um, I've mean, been too scared to know take what, it. And we know what I said one time. About, oh yeah. How about you joining the Prozac? We know we all know what I said yeah, one time. We, we, do we even have to? Do I don't think we need to. It involves Shake Shack. Mm. Oh, by the way, are I we have going a, today? Um, I don't care. I mean, I'm. I, w- I had two burgers yesterday, and a like a two burgers the day before. I've only been eating burgers. I um I don't know. I haven't thought that far into my day. Yeah, me too. I think I'm going to Long Island right after this. Oh, I'm jealous. That sounds nice. It will be nice. Me and Angela are writing a little thing that is, I think, going to be really funny. Oh, amazing. Did I tell you about it? No. We want you to play something in it. Of course. Thank and, you. Um, but, um, so I, because he's coming and we'll have like nothing to really to do tonight, but I kind of just want us to like both that like work so on fun. it. Yeah. It's going to, I think it's going to be really funny. I'm actually really excited about it. Oh, I'm so happy. Yeah, I start shooting something on oh, Sunday. Yeah. That's oh right, 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 right. So I the day of the say it with me marathon. But I'm also even more excited about the uh, NYRR dash to the finish 5K, which is the day before the marathon, and we have a lot finish? of good gals racing it. Yeah, they they fin they run the last 5K of the marathon. Oh no, they run 5K and they finish for the finish. Oh, okay, I was like, are we talking Scandinavia? Yeah, but Emily Enfeld, who's my who's in my favorite training group, the Bowerman Babes. Um, she has been injured for literally ever, and then. She's just having a really fun summer on the comeback trail, and now she's racing a 5K, and I think she's in amazing shape. Wait, what? 
I think Emily Enfield is in amazing shape. I agree. She was a Georgetown Hoya, got second and fourth at the NCAA Cross Country Championships, won <sighs> the 3K her senior year indoors, and has now become a real 10K runner. And she's honestly formidable, but she always, always, always gets injured. But she is amazing at coming back from injury, and that's why she's an inspiration. And she's my crush of the week. Emily Enfield, if you're listening, I celebrate you. Um. So anyways, I think we should talk about dinner. Yeah, that was amazing. It so was we, a, like it was just it was a for me that's like the perfect restaurant. It's like mm, amazing vibe, amazing food, and about, it's chic without being like stuffy. Yes, it's still casual. We're talking about Bernie's in Manhattan. It's chic but in not Greenpoint. stuffy. It's like casual. It's like it's like picnic table table. Oh, you say on Manhattan? No, I said, I said by, I meant by McCarran. Is oh. what I meant to say. <laughs> Did I say in Manhattan? Famous. <laughs> we actually went ahead and said in Manhattan. <laughs> um, um, our guest is actually her. Wait, I'm also just like stressed about that email still. Don't worry. You have nothing to be stressed sure, about. Sure, I haven't sent it. I'll send it. I'm going to ask her advice. I think that you just said an honest response, and then and then you don't have to spend time worrying about it. That's what I thought. I think is I thought I did that on the train here. I was like, I I did boundaries. I was like, okay, yeah. I did boundaries, so and then to receive a response. That's the thing about doing boundaries is people push against them. As soon as you set a boundary, it, yeah. it makes people push it harder. And so then you have to really be firm and be like, this yeah. is what I am doing. And I and you have to just – you've already done this check-in with yourself and make sure yeah. you're okay about it. Like I for, – for one, I was like – when I was studying boundary earlier this week, I was like, oh, I – my kind of part in this is I, I definitely over-promised something that I'm now – I don't want to deliver on. Mm -hmm. So I had to like apologize for that, but then mm -hmm. also be like, but this is the boundary and I'm sorry that uh, if I wasn't clear earlier, but you were clear. And mm -hmm. so you don't have to even do that part. You could just be like, no, yeah. Like people yeah. are always going to throw tantrums and they don't get what they want. It's like one of the main things people do. Yeah. I, I actually want to show you the thread because at one point I was like, I need more information before I yeah. commit to this. I mean, we remember when I recently said that. And um, the point is, we had a really the, the thing about dinner also was oh, just yeah. like Betsy was serving like seeing Betsy was like Betsy better than so any joy. yeah better than any event. I just love her so much. Yeah, she is the best. She's vibe. my crush of the week too. Her she texted me. I wonder what she texted me. I haven't looked at it yet. Um, she um, didn't text me actually. Oh, what it's about? Oh, you're yeah. Um, but um, what was I going to say? Um, I um. And Betsy in a wig was kind of the perfect waitress <laughs> anyone could have. I can't Wait, recommend Wait, do you know what actually happened, though? What? The other, um, <laughs> I don't want to say too much, but remember how the guy was like, I have a new girlfriend, and I was like, one time I got drunk and made out with her brother, yeah. and then the brother walks into the restaurant. Oh, yeah, 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 <laughs> I was yeah. like, yes, go in. <laughs> I couldn't, I, I didn't hear when she said the relationship between them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I thought yeah, she had yeah. a boyfriend. I was like, I can't, because this other guy's yeah, her boyfriend. Yeah, 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 two boyfriends. What, is it? what time and is then it? I was like, I thought, <laughs> then I was like, a gay friend, and then we found out, actually, straight brother. <laughs> <laughs> but it was kind of thing, it? when something happens in 2013, it doesn't actually count for anything. No, 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 2013 is the last But it was just year. funny, because I, like, I made the choice to kind of bring it up. <laughs> yeah, 2013 was like a, it's a, it was like the, a full year of Mercury in retrograde. Everyone was being psycho. Everyone was no, walking was around being psychos. When, that, I know, but that was actually the year I graduated call. I know. Well, it was you, big, right, you graduated in a tough time. It was um. It was just like everyone. No, no one I know wasn't psycho at that year. I was just in New York feeling like I was doing things, but like I wasn't doing anything. Totally. I was like, wow, because I did one sketch show. I, and I want to be, be clear about this. In December of 2013, I did one sketch show, and I was like, I'm a comedian. <laughs> I was like, I never thought I'd be a comedian. Two things. Two things. One, my nails are longer than they've ever been they because I haven't been biting them because I had nail polish on, but now it's all scratching off. And two, little Miss Moo, we have to talk <laughs> about your Lululemon style I, know. I can't believe we haven't talked about it yet. I know. Wait, did you have um workout today? No. 
Wow, cool. Yesterday I had it. Oh, wow. You had it yesterday. And, oh, actually, can I tell you about something? One of, yeah. one of life's greatest pleasures, which I never knew I'd get to experience, if you walk into an Equinox yeah. on Halloween. Oh, my God. Honey, everyone's dressed. The girls are dressed. Everyone's dressed up. Wait, oh, what? No, oh, no, 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 Equinox no, no. people. No, yeah, the, the, the employees. I was so going to say. It, no, it was incredible because usually I walk in there and there's this energy of like, one reason I like having a trainer is because I'm like, I don't feel like I belong here and I'm stressed yeah. out. So it's nice to have a, a, like someone with me. But at, when everyone was in costumes, I was like, all these people who were so intimidating now look insane. And, yeah, and yeah. I was laughing. We're making jokes. I'm like, I felt, I was like, okay, I'm part of a community. Yeah, yeah. Like there was, there was mimes. And I kept being like, look at it. Look, because they were doing mime things. I, you know, it's my But you know what else happened? What? Are, you're like annoyed that I'm talking. No, I'm not. Okay. What are you talking about? Okay. Stop that. How dare I know. You? I, was like, <laughs> I was like, do you need, is the play, is there a revival? <laughs> Another run. Accidentally looked at the mic. Catherine, <laughs> I honor you. I hold space for you to talk as always. I have interesting news that I can't believe I haven't shared with you. You're prague. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, my new thing is that I'm like not really prag. scared I'm not going to be able to. <laughs> <laughs> my new thing is I'm not prague. <laughs> my new thing is that I'm, I'm really scared that You're ultimately I won't be able to have children. Yeah. Because I, I don't get regular periods and I don't want one anytime soon. No, you'll have them when you're rich and you could have like literally a whole team of scientists like figuring I, out how to get a baby in there. I know. That's how what that's what slubs do. That's I know. One of the main reasons to get famous is to hire your team of scientists <laughs> to put a baby in you. Okay, good. Okay, Me and um, Angela always talk about we wish we could have a bio kid. I know. We wish we could. Somehow. Your kid would be amazing. I know. We have to figure it, it out. It sucks that like hopefully science. We're not going to be ready for another three years. So hopefully in three years, science can figure out how to make uh, how to make our bio kid. I was trying to think of like a like, oh, maybe you have a sister who's like you enough. One of our enough. sisters would have to be but I was like, And I was like, your brother's kind of like you. And then I was like, but he's not. <laughs> maybe, oh, maybe guess my, what, oh guys? My God, I guess she looks amazing. She happens to look absolutely. Just by chance. Like, just by chance, yeah. <laughs> Incidentally, she looks amazing. Random, random, she's a randomista. <laughs> she's a randomista today. Um, um, wait. Here's what I was going to say. Okay. First of all, we discussed this in person, but your brother's hot and yeah. I have a crush on him. Okay. Did I, you like don't, no, I don't care about that. You were being, you didn't like it. I know, I love it. Okay, I'm in love with his 24 year old brother. Um, who loves <laughs> it? I met him before. And we have to talk about that. I saw your 24 year old brother in boxer briefs. <laughs> and I then saw you, it for hours. I saw him in boxer briefs for hours. They had a hole in the back. I didn't look. <laughs> I didn't look, Catherine. How can I not notice? The hole is right there. <laughs> I Pat and I were going to kill time in my apartment, and I forgot that I told my brother he could uh, be there because he's yeah. out of town. And we walk in, and he's sitting there in his boxer briefs. Yeah. And, and Pat's like, and they came back into the picture after you left. And then I left the I two think, of them there. I think. Did I you guys think, get together? No, we didn't get together that time. I um, I, <laughs> I napped in your bed, and I think he Aww. napped on the couch, and then we both kind of overslept. Yeah, and, and, then, then, and then, then, then the most. What okay, so this was... is what it's like to be me. <laughs> this is exactly what it's like to be me. Sleeping in Catherine's bed is what this is what it's like to be me. You're sleeping in Catherine's bed. You, you. Where he, was I? Oh yeah, you were getting drinks with my mentor. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I was leaving her bed, sleeping, 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 having one of the best naps of my week. Then I um like Pat, Pat, because me and Billy both had to be somewhere at seven. So, Pat, it's six fifty-five, so we we're both like getting ready. I grab my backpack, go out the door. Literally, I have my notebook in my hand, so I open my backpack, fully interact with the backpack, put my notebook in it, go to um dinner. go to dinner, get to dinner with Catherine and our mutual friend Meg Stalt. And literally, Billy's like, do you have my backpack? And I look and quote, I'm doing air quotes, my backpack literally is Billy's backpack that I can't stress enough looks nothing. Shape-shifted. Like nothing like my It was my like backpack. Harry Potter vibes. Like it, it shape-shifted. It, it truly is a different color, a different size, a different like material. Like it was, and I, and I want to be clear about the fact that I only have one backpack. It didn't look like a different backpack I sometimes use. It was just like, and I literally like 
like while I was walking down the stairs of your apartment yeah. building, like yeah, opened the zipper, like so put crazy. my notebook in, like it was crazy. And I feel like what I loved was I feel like the way my brother treated you was the way I would have treated you. We both were just like, okay, so yeah. I'm just gonna come get it then. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, you're yeah. like, I'm sorry, and it's like, okay, bye. Like yeah. I don't know how you could have done it's that. Like there's nothing we could do about it now. But yeah, and then he I kind offered of was to mad. him for a cab, but he was like, no, no worries. No, he's I, in love with you. I know, I could tell. He's in love with you. I'm in love with your brother. Yeah. Oh my god, that's cute. I know. The Coens are in love with Regans. And I know. Mutual. And to come down, it's mutual. We I have saw a story. the hole in the box. Okay. <laughs> um, I was going to say, one of you guys needs to have a sister that is like you, but no one's like you. Um, Ange has two sisters. But they don't sound like they're like him. No. One and of I them, say that with love from one, my iPhone. One, one of them is kind of like him. Okay. Yeah. So maybe bio kid. Yeah. Okay. You want to have a bio kid? I don't know if she would is be it, have, Is this time? Okay, I think it's. And I'll, I have an amazing story. Maybe I'll even include our guest in the story. It's like it's, it's psychosexual. Um, but we didn't talk about my outfit. I know. Well, we can even get into it. With I the know. Guests and hear what her thoughts on it. <laughs> Put your ears, ears open, open for Betty Gilpin. Forever dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.